to today's episode, we are talking all about why toddlers push limits. Um, no parent loves it. It definitely doesn't feel good. Sometimes we nail it and other times it's probably a bit of a shit show. I don't know about you guys. Do you find the same? Oh, on the daily, on the daily. <laughs> Sometimes it, on the days when I can actually handle this well, I literally feel like I am 10 foot tall and bulletproof, but oh my goodness, do they bring me crashing back down to earth. <laughs> I know parenting is like such a journey. It's like a roller coaster ride. Like sometimes you like freaking nail it. You're so proud, and then the next moment you're like, "Fuck, I didn't yeah. really handle that very well." Every emotion in 35 seconds. Flat, yeah. which is pretty much what our children are feeling too on a daily as well. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to chat about you know the fact that we really do need to remember that this is how toddlers are going to express their needs, and they're going to do it in really really hectic ways. Um, ways that they don't even understand themselves because this is all new to them too. And when we've got children who are, you know, most of us have got children. In fact, all of us mums have got children who will fall into like, a, you know, the sensitive category or the strong-willed category or being fully intense, fully emotional. All children have, you know, zero impulse control as well. And of course, we've got like their individual temperaments. So it's like... It's, it's like dealing with drunk hustle. people. Yeah. Like dealing with drunk people. <laughs> it's just part and parcel of it. Hey, like there's nothing wrong with your child if they're pushing limits. In fact, it's actually a really good thing. It means that you're their safe place. They feel yeah. safe. I think sometimes it's it. just I think sometimes it's just really hard to remember that in the moment. Like remembering when they're really, really pushing you that this is a good thing. This is them growing. This is them learning. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it doesn't make me feel better when I'm getting like punched to, punched in the face but yeah. you know, yes <laughs> I'm so, so glad growing. you're developing yeah, yeah I think like I think the good thing about it I think the thing that we need to remember is that we want our children to push back we want them to be able to learn the skills of negotiation we want them to be able to reason with us and to like plead their own logic in their cases because I don't know about you guys but I definitely don't want a kid who is just who follows, who just does what they're told all of the time. Like that's a really unsafe kind yeah. of way they to be. They need a voice. Yeah, they kind of fall into that real people pleaser sort of personality. Yes. And I think we all know that we get there at some point in adult adulthood. Um, but we also know that it's really shit to get there in adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of us are trying to undo a lot of that shit that we dealt yeah. with, like that whole good girl mentality and all that stuff. Hey? Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like toddlers and their pushing limits. Well, we have to understand that their brains are like fully under construction. Like there is nothing um, complete about it. And like, you can even go back to us as adults. Like we're, to, we're the ones that are meant to have the fully <laughs> functioning brains, but even we lose it. Like even we lose it. So we're gonna check those expectations a lot of the time. But the brains, yeah, are not t technically, you know, fully developed until they're in their mid twenties. So, yeah, we've got to. I know out. a lot of forty-year-olds whose brains aren't fully developed. <laughs> yeah, not wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it explains why teenagers can be really dangerous as well because they think yeah. that they do have this complete understanding and logic, but they. But they, but we just didn't. We just don't. Oh my god! I look. Back I was at so doing... many of my teenage years and just going, "Holy shit! Those were not well yeah. thought out things." How? How am I alive? I'm like, holy that. crap! We're gonna have to go through this. 
Oh, that's the terrifying part. Mal being on the other side and being like, this toddler is about to go, is going to go through teenage years. And oh my God, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was so do? grown up when I was 16 with my license and my job. Yeah. <laughs> all, my, all my three responsibilities. Yes. <laughs> so I thought we'd talk about um, the brain. So downstairs brain, it's like fully primitive. It's responsible for like, you know, our bodily functions, like emotions, um, the neural and mental um, operations, it's instinct, it's breathing, it's regulating those sleep and wake cycles, it's digestion, it's all of those things that we don't have to put a lot of, we don't have to actually consciously do. Those are the things that just- Keeping us alive things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also where we react, you know, from that downstairs brain, that's our reactive Mm -hmm. part of our brain. It's our impulsive part of our brain. And it's the part of the brain where we like do first and then we think about it later. Um, So that's pretty much where our kids are operating for most of their childhood, really. Like that's going to be their default setting. Um, And then we've got the upstairs brain. And this is the stuff that I guess we are wanting to um, support our children in developing. And that's our thinking part of our brain, our emotional and our relational skills. And it's helping us, like, obviously we want our kids just to live balanced, meaningful and enjoyable lives. um, And create some really good decision making, which even, you know, even adults don't manage that sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's you just getting got... them to that age where like all of these things that are developing now are really functional when they're doing great in life but it's just it's just that 15 years that it takes to like get there yeah. 100% I, yeah. I heard a um I heard a quote not long ago it wasn't a quote it was maybe just something I read in a book it was something about like the, t- the tools that you end up using for your toddler at, in this like stage actually end up being the tools that you'll use as teenage at, when they become teenagers. Like you actually almost go backwards. Backwards, to, back yeah. To those. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. I like that. I yeah. know. I was like, well, cool. I can do toddlerhood. Then we'll be fine with yeah. teenagehood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least you can kind of reason with them then. Like kind of. Kind, kind of. of. I, I don't know. I think back to being 16 and I think, I don't know, is six easier than 16? <laughs> At least you can cope when a three-year-old is yelling in your face. When a 16-year-old is doing it, it's a bit more like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> calm down, calm down. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've kind of just put together a bit of a list of like, what do we need to know? Um, number one, it was like, just don't take it personally. I think it's really easy sometimes to take our kids' behavior personally and they're pushing those limits and you're trying to set a boundary and then they just level up and level up and level up. And it's really easy to kind of go, why are you doing this to me? Um, you're giving me such a hard time. And you kind of play a bit of a victim role there. So don't just remember, don't take it personally. Your kid is a good kid. They're just having a hard time. And the most important thing um, to do, I think, is just, yeah, hold your head high like and be really like powerful in your parenting but do that with respect and holding your child in a really high regard as well em do you want to chat about number two sure um so yeah remember that they are doing their best and i think and i think it goes for both kids and parents if i'm to be perfectly honest like they are doing the best 
for where they are developmentally, for the stage that they're going at and for what they're going through. But remember that as a parent, this might be the first time you're going through it as well. So I think it's important to be, remember that they're doing their best to be gentle on them, but be gentle on yourself as well um, because we are learning and we do quite often learn on the fly and quite often our first round is, you know, it's like, it's also like the live performance. Um, (laughs) So you can always go back and kind of look at what you did later, but yeah, Mm. be gentle on them, be gentle on you. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Like, yeah, it's that self-reflection, that self-awareness. Like that's one of the most powerful things that you can have behind you as a parent. A friend of mine says, like, she says to her kids, she's got a now six-year-old, but she told me this when they were four or five, and she would say to them, you know, you're five years old, but mummy's only five years old in terms of parenting as well. So, you know, we're both the same age here. So I loved that because it's kind of like giving yourself a break, but also giving them a break. Mm. Um, Giving yourself permission. Yeah, to, like, not get it all right every single time. Like, it's impossible. Mm. Yeah, one of my favourite, favourite, favourite quotes from my studies was, um, when a baby is born, so is a mother. And I think mm. it's really, really important to remember that, yeah, that the day that that baby is born is our first ever day of being a mother as well. We've never, we've never functioned in that way before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and isn't so it beautiful powerful. how quickly we get it? Yeah. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go us. <laughs> um, so you need to, you need to remember as well, you need to let them express these emotions. You know, we were raised in a, you know, if not us, definitely our parents in like children will be seen and not heard emotions, you know, only certain emotions can be expressed. We know better now. So we do need to let them express it. However, like they do sometimes take it too far. Again, I always say to my kids, like, it's okay to be angry. It's not okay to throw magnets at mummy's head. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> scenes from my house <laughs> um, but like they simply need to be seen and heard and understood but something else that I say to my clients and to my friends and things as well is like you cannot control your child's emotions okay like you're not responsible for the way that they're feeling you are responsible for your emotions and how you cope with that and how you show them those self-regulating skills but like you cannot control if they are absolutely losing the plot because you've given them the green bowl instead of the blue bowl like to them that's <laughs> that's a valid reason to be screaming in your face <laughs> that is absolutely the end of the earth 100%, so 100%. i was gonna say um it's like that quote it's like if you don't listen to your kids when they're little with the little things then they're not going to come to you with the um the big things the big when thing. you know they're bigger yeah. because yes. for them everything is big like every time that they lose their mind over something like the blue or the green bowl like that is the worst thing that they've experienced and for us like our job as parents is to empathize with that hey rather than trying to fix rush solve um 100%. stop those yeah. emotions from control coming through. control their emotions i yeah. had a conversation with my five-year-old yesterday because I was telling him that if he couldn't pick up all of his art supplies, then I was going to have to throw them away because we need to look after our things and we can't, like, we can't leave them all over the floor. And he's going, mommy, you're frightening me. And I turned around and I was like, mate, if that's the biggest thing that you have to be scared of, you're living a pretty good life here. Like, it's a very good life. <laughs> you're frightening me. You're frightening me. Amazing. I think when I realized that it wasn't my job to control or be responsible for my kids' emotions, it really helped me to sort of be present in that 
and just sort of go, okay, cool. What are they feeling? Sweet. I'm going to take myself out of this equation and just be the calm presence. And, you know, again, show them, yeah, when you're angry, you can go punch this pillow. You can't punch your brother. You know, things like that will definitely help. Yeah, like control what you can control, not what you can't. And I think that we tend to focus on all the things that we can't control. We're like, oh my God, I need to stop this behavior and I need to stop this this giant meltdown. No, you don't. You just need to sit there and just control your shit mm-hmm. so that you're not then yelling back. Yes, <laughs> yes. Just be control the person that shit. they need you to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> control what you can uh, control. <laughs> yeah, I think, and it's I think it's really important to acknowledge as well, like that you will get to a point in your parenting or I know a lot of people that have and even I have where I got to that point where I went you know what the way I'm doing things isn't working and I want a new way and and it takes time like yeah, you can't practice. just flip a switch <laughs> um yeah, you know controlling practice. your own triggers are really mm. really yes. hard um but it's never too late either very good Definitely. never too late it's never too never late, too late. Awesome. Um, the fourth one about what we need to know when our children are pushing back is understanding that all of the behavior that you are seeing is a communication. So they're telling you in a lot of ways that something doesn't feel good for them, whether it's like perceived, it doesn't feel good because you've had to set like a boundary and they're not impressed by that. Like, we're sorry. I'll tell but, you. You know, yeah, perceived <laughs> or otherwise, right? So it's really good. And this is where that self-reflection, that self-awareness and the observation, like watching your child, seeing and guessing what's going, what could be the cause of the of the behaviours that you're seeing, whether they're, you know, repeated behaviours um, or it's just like a one-off thing because they're really hungry or they're tired or, you know, it's like, you know, you can see what the patterns are in your day-to-day life. But the more that you can get curious about what your little one is trying to communicate with you and understanding that the behaviour is actually is actually what's the word i'm trying to come for um it's the it's like the symptom it's like the red flag that they're saying something's not quite right here and i need to know know that you know there might be something that we're not doing yet as parents or something that we are doing that is contributing to it um yeah a little signal curious yeah yeah like here's my little white flag i need a hand here yeah Yeah. and they're not going to be able to tell you like you know oh I'm upset because we haven't been getting enough one-on-one time. They can't tell you that. So they'll turn around and tell you that they hate you or, or they'll, you know, well, like throw something at you. They'll, yeah. They'll throw <laughs> magnets in your head. <laughs> yeah. But like they'll, they'll, you know, start going and ripping their room up and all that they want is that connection, but they're telling you to go away and it can be so damn confusing. So yeah. many miscues. Miscues yes. is such a big oh. one. And often like I find anger when I'm working with clients, they'll be like, it's so angry. They're so angry. And I'm like, it's, that's a secondary emotion. Something else yeah. is under the anger. So we've got to figure that part out first. But I was just going to say my, um, who's three years old on Tuesday, um, he, he's gone through a phase of screaming, go away. And my daughter never did that. I've obviously had clients that have done that, but he does this big, like, go away, go away, go away. And we have really noticed that it has reduced big time. So he went through a big phase of it, but he reduced big time because the minute that we switched our tact and just went straight in with connection, even though he wasn't happy with us being too close within proximity, um, now he's just like, he knows it's almost like he'll say go away to get the connection now, but it's reduced so much. So really interesting. I think one thing that like has always stuck with me and when you see it, it's those things, you know, once you've seen it, you can't unsee it, but that, you know, attention is attention. And if they aren't getting that attention voluntarily and willingly in a connected and loving way, they will do whatever 
whatever they need to do to get your attention. And it isn't, you know, it's not manipulation or anything like that. It's just that they want your connection and attention. But it works, right? Like, you know, they can sit there and ask you to play with them. Hey, mummy, can you play with me? Hey, mummy, can you play with me? Okay, you're not playing with me. Cool, I'm going to go draw on a wall because I know that you yell at me for that and I'm going to yeah. get something out of it. Like yeah. my, my house is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Emma, do you want to do the last one? Yeah. So number five is remember that, you know, ruptures are inevitable. Like they are a completely normal and expected part of growing up um you know you can't you know it's kind of like the only way they can learn is from mistakes but they just they literally don't have the capacity to function any other way so the one thing that we can always do is make sure that we do go in and connect and repair and rather than um I guess just reacting to their every behavior that we actually respond to what we see like as you said court to what is going on underneath like Mm. are they just hungry and need a snack or are they really really needing that connection that quiet time that one-on-one time um because it like and it doesn't matter you know there's I think there's this really big thing at the moment about like you know the perfect parent and being the perfect mom and getting things right all the time and it's bullshit like it's Mm. impossible um god particularly if you have more than one child like (laughs) um but you know even with one child like you're never going to get it right all the time there's always going to be these ruptures so yeah just be the person they need you to be when Mm. you go into those situations and quite often that's about like oh sorry Steph I was just going to say like going back to the whole oftentimes um the, our parents or the way we were parented they it wasn't the way that we needed and so yeah. it's really hard to actually figure out oh shit I didn't get what I need but now I don't even know what to do you know yeah. I don't know what to give yeah how else do yeah. I do it yeah yeah and I think in terms of the ruptures as well like just being kind to yourself when you do lose your shit and scream at them or do yeah. something that you should not have done. And we've all been there because my God, they push you right to the brink and then they just push you over. And like yeah. we're dealing, <laughs> we're like, you know, trying to be rational and gentle, but like our children are not gentle childrening. So <laughs> 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 I'm gentle parenting, but they have not got the memo. <laughs> If you do do lose your shit and you do end up saying something that you didn't mean to say, or you do something that you didn't mean to do, like remembering that they learn self-regulation from us. So if we're Mm -hmm. consistently angry and we're turning around and yelling at them, they're like, oh, well, that's how I handle anger no we need to we need to be better but in saying that yeah Mm. like i would say it will happen so rather than going oh shit now i've wrecked it oh well i may as well just keep going down this path because it worked just going hey mate you know um mommy got really angry just then and she yelled at you huh and that scared you a little bit i am so sorry mommy was feeling frustrated but it is not okay to yell and i'm so sorry that i did that um it's okay to lose your shit you know maybe don't use the word shit um i do sometimes (laughs) we (laughs) we do in our house (laughs) i'm sorry that i lost my shit um 
but like this stuff is the long game too you know I think mm -hmm. a lot of people think you know you go back to them once and you're like oh I'm sorry that I yelled and they'll like never yell again like I did this from my kids until like since my my eldest was two years old and from you know I think it took until about six months ago where he yelled at me one day and then he came up to me and he's like, mommy, I'm sorry. I was feeling angry, but I shouldn't have said that to you. And I was like, oh, it oh my God. Proud <laughs> moment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So like, guys, just remember that this stuff is the long game. It's not going to work mm. straight away and it's mm. going to be frustrating. You're not going to get it right every single time, especially if you do have multiple. I've got three kids under, well, they're under six years old now. But like, it's really hard to split your attention between several children. So if you mm -hmm. do lose it, you can always fix it, but please do fix it. Like, mm -hmm. don't just leave it and be like, oh, well, I stuffed that up, whatever. Like go back and apologize because that's how they learn. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I yeah. think at the end of the day, like our children are pushing these limits because they're really trying to say like, has mum and dad got me? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. are, are my parents leading the way? Are they stable? Yeah. Are they reliable? Are they yeah, consistent? I, I um had a beautiful analogy for like holding boundaries with our kids. And it was kind of like, imagine walking out on the, the little glass walkway over the Grand Canyon and like you shake the boundary and you want to see that like, does the boundary move? But yes. if the boundary is secure, even though you might not like it because you want to be able to lean and peer over the edge, that yes. secure boundary is what makes you feel safe. And yeah, I just, I, I love it. Love I've used, yeah. I've God, my so heart times. just, my heart just yeah, dropped even thinking about it. <laughs> And I think I, I think we like we'll wrap up here. We'll just I just wanted to leave it on like that. It actually takes practice to like to do this shit with our kids, and mm -hmm. it takes practice to lead confidently, and it takes practice to be decisive because oftentimes I think we second guess ourselves or third guess ourselves or fourth guess ourselves. Um, but I think at the end of the day, like you've got to have a sense of humor about it because our kids actually need to laugh. They need to see that we're human. Um, yeah. and we, yeah, we'll always get through it and our kids always give us so many ways to get it right and pushing and, you know, pushing the limits. It's, it's just part of the fun. Like it really is. Yeah. yeah. If we mess it up, they'll give us a chance again. They do. <laughs> they You're not going to mess do. your kid up from like, from yelling at them a couple of times. Like it takes a lot more than that to mess your child up. If you're getting oh it right, like, what is it? 30% of the time yes. to raise them, to raise I them in a, in a beautiful way. So like, I hope that that has helped you guys and that you are seeing that, yeah, we are all human. We do make mistakes but it does not necessarily mean that we are going to damage our kids because we've no. messed up once or twice here and there. Um, as long as you are trying, you are doing an amazing job. Freaking amazing job. Awesome. Oh, I really enjoyed that chat. We'll see you guys next time. We hope this episode has encouraged the shit out of you. If you have loved it as much as we've loved recording it, then rate our show, screenshot, share, and tag us. And you can find us at feelgoodparenthood underscore on Instagram. See you next time.